Okay. Here we are. <laughs> Hi. It's been a while, anyway. It's been, I think, an, a month. Yeah, but to be fair, I was in the creative process. I had to take time out. I had to go off. It just isolate myself with my typewriter to work on the next section of the story. So I just, I needed some clear space. I needed to go off to a nice little ski lodge and just, you know, take the time that I needed for the creative flow. So that's what my publisher told me to do anyway. Yeah, I thought that was fair. So I don't think you can really complain about that. No, you can't. You can't exactly. So we're back. And as requested by Lorcan, there is another few chapters of my fan fiction that I wrote called The Untold Tales of Jib. So actually, that's that's a (laughs) good That's a good point. It is called the Untold Tales of Jib, isn't it? <sighs> Sorry, I was just sitting my slur. Yeah, it is. It's called the Untold Tales of um of Jib. Well, and that just goes to show that while you were in said ski lodge, mm-hmm. you were clearly uh, treating yourself to a few glasses of vino because exactly. here you've misspelled or uh, your own yeah. story. You've called it the Unknown Tales of Jib. Oh, well, there we go. Well, see, I'm having one too many. So there's a few drafts anyway that went into it. So the unknown tales of yeah, actually that makes. Are you drinking now? What? Ah, go away, go away. It's crap. Paul, you said, you said you'd stop, Paul. Ah, uh, I said I'd stop when I'm finished the bottle. But the bottles keep coming. No, <laughs> no. Um, I am drinking Schlodo. But um, yeah, it was the unknown tales because I was saying there for anyway, whatever. The fact is, I added more chapters into it, and I think I really dived into the lore of it. So um and the world of it. So I'm, I hope uh, I hope this gives it, it's it goes I think it goes a bit serious as I was writing okay. it. Yeah, as I was writing it towards like the end, you'll know it was in chapter four. I was like writing it and then it just goes from like a like a light ha ha to a very serious tone for a good long while. So uh For a for a good long while. Okay, right. This is interesting. Yeah, okay. So um yeah. let's just let's let's tuck in as the kids say. Okay, let's go. I'm really excited about this. Okay, I'm going to sit back now, have my cigar, I'm going to light it up now, and uh, just drink the shot. Go ahead, Lorcan. Go okay, ahead. here we go. Oh, sorry, <clears throat> recap. Recap it. Previously on. Oh, previously on, the untold or unknown Tales of Chip. Actually, it was, if I'm correct, actually, um, it was a distribution thing in... Uh, in Asia, it was called the Untold Tales of Jib, but in uh, the West, it's actually the Unknown Tales of Jib. That's it. Um, it's like the Sorcerer's Stone and the, and the Philosopher's Stone, you know? There you go. Um, so previously, I'll try and remember because it has been a month, uh, Jib, who was a big, I want to say, Manchester fan. He is, yeah. That's it. By the way, in, I'm just going to say, in a Liverpool, shockingly enough, uh, there is a match on at the moment, and my dad is a diehard fan of Manchester City, or Manchester United, not Manchester City, God will kill me. So, um, Fuck Man City. Yeah, right? exactly. So if you hear screaming and shouting in the background, I don't have anyone kept in my house under, like, against their will. It's my dad screaming at the TV. So that's just a so side note. So if we, if we hear... A voice being like, Paul, please. Ooh. Oh, no, that, that, that's a Uncuff person I have. That, that, that's a different person. But I'm talking about just shouting <laughs> at this TV. That's, uh, that's different. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah. Okay, but so we'll go back. Come on. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Go back to my work. Go on. Give us the recap. 
Okay, right. Uh, sorry, I've just noticed that my levels were a bit high there. Hopefully they're better now just before we get into this. Mine are really tail. high. Go for it. <laughs> you should probably fix them. They're grand, they're um, grand. Don't worry about it. Don't be worrying. Okay. Right. All right, here we go. The recap, anyway. Jib's in this town. Yeah. Um, And in the Shalola Hola My Hola, I think it was called. That's it, yeah. And he, he's living in this town. And yeah. every, every Christmas... You have to write lists uh, to Santa to of all the people you don't want to be kidnapped by Santa and yeah. brought to his uh, his IKEA um, slave factory. That's it. Um, and basically, uh, Jib finds out that uh, that he actually has to. Uh, Nobody put his name on the list. Very he good. Was called out, and he has to go to this place. Yeah. Um. There was also a twist that the the king in Shalola Hola My Hola, uh, is James Corden. It is indeed. Uh, and that's why nobody laughs at his jokes when he's yep. making announcements. Yeah. Um. And everyone worships a religion that revolves around, uh, male genitalia. Exactly. Very good. Okay. And how it left off was that, Jib found something. On the sleigh in Santa's sleigh. Do you remember what it was? No. Jib was being taken away in the sleigh, and how it was revealed that James Corden was the king was that in the in Santa's sack was a vial saying poison for James Corden. <laughs> so uh we find so Santa is Santa is planning on dethroning the king. Yeah, but in these two chapters, we found out that? why. Yeah, we find out why. Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. oh man, wait till you wait till you hear about this. It goes deep. Okay. James Corden okay, didn't Santa go back. Okay, go for it. Jib woke up with a pain in his left hand. Why are you starting off from the very beginning? I am starting off from the very. It just goes the untold tales of Jib, and it no, says Jib chapter woke up. chapter three. You're on it chapter three. That here. Oh my God! It well does. It actually doesn't. Oh my god! It literally just says at the top of the page. It says the unknown tales of Jib. Scroll down, you mad joke, you. Scroll down. Scroll down. Why would it? What? Oh, you sent it all together. Exactly. So go to the very, very bottom and go to chapter. That would have been handy to know for my recap. Oh, I'm sorry. I thought that someone with a master was know that you have to scroll down on a fucking story. Well, I thought you were sending me the latest issue. I didn't realize. No, you're getting, getting the full draft. Previous work. Chapter right, three. Here we go. Here we go. Chapter three. Caffeine and cocaine. Okay. Jib leaned over the side of the sleigh, taking in the city lights of whichever city they were flying over. It had been nearly two hours since they left Shalola Hola My Hola, and Jib was starting to feel homesick. He had never been away from home. And it was starting mm-hmm. to hit him that he would never return. Well, for the match that was. Yeah, because you remember he had to, the legendary five-a-side match was going to be played in Shalola Myhola, and it's mandatory that you can't miss <laughs> it. So Santa told him that you can you have to come back, work tonight, I'll bring you back tomorrow to watch the match, and then you're coming back with me. Oh, that was it, yeah. yeah. okay, go for it. Okay. Oh, I need to piss, well, said Jib <laughs> softly. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I'm trying to remember my voice now for Santa. It doesn't matter. No, no bother, son. I'm pulling in anyway for a bite to eat before we hit the northern wind highway. Once we hit that, there's no toilet breaks, you hear? So get it all out, uh, Santa ordered as the sleigh started to descend. 
It landed on a small floating island, no bigger than a five-a-side... <laughs> no bigger than a five-a-side pitch. So that's quite small. It is. Yeah. Um, and on it, there was an even smaller petrol station with a built-in Starbucks. Handy. The reindeer brought uh, the sleigh close to what seemed to be a petrol pump. Santa got out and swiped his card on, and a small bag came out with white powder. Santa took either two or 15 lines up his nose and then generously offered one. <laughs> Go on, yeah. <laughs> Need to stay awake, son. Long night ahead. Jib turned it down. He didn't like cocaine. He was more of a cat man. Ah, that's it, that's <laughs> it, yeah. Of course he was. Yeah, he definitely was. <clears throat> um, right. Well, the loo is in the Starbucks. You'll need to have... You'll need to order a drink to get the password. I'll be out here eating my chip. Chip? Is it meant to be chip buddy? Yeah, I just probably spelled it wrong. Chip butter, but uh, I'll be out here eating my chip buddy. The old ball and chain made, uh, so take your time. The reindeers have to eat up as well. Jib walked towards the Starbucks inside. He was really upset. He would only have one more day in Shalola Hola My Hola, and then it would be gone forever. Oh, here we go. Okay. Hi, sweet cheeks. What does the cutie like you want? <laughs> said the barista as the bell rang on the door. Just something small. <laughs> Just something small. I need to piss, replied Jib. Ah, uh, one of those. Are you? Pucks! <laughs> no one else! <laughs> No one ever wants a fucking coffee, yelled the barista. His eyes started to glow red and began to gargle white foam. You all right, asked Jib. He really needed a piss. Okay. Oh, God, I don't even know what this is. Santa Mendax, Santa Mendax, screamed the barista. It's actually meant to be in a Latin accent, because that's Latin. I'm sorry. You uncultured swine. Screeched the barista, who began to transform into a winged demon wearing eight inch heels. They looked so good. So, see, my initial voice seems fits that. Anyway. It does, yeah. Um, uh, they looked so good, thought Jib as he looked down. <laughs> he had pissed himself. <laughs> not out of. Not out of. <laughs> not out of fear. Just laziness. Just laziness. The demon leaped towards uh, Jib and he dived to his left. The demon smashed through the door and out to where Santa was. Jib got up and saw the demon turn his focus to Santa. As if he knew this was coming, Santa reached into the sleigh. I knew this was going to happen and took out a <laughs> shotgun. Nice heels, bitch, he said as the demon <laughs> screeched and lunged towards him. He fired and the demon exploded into a dark mist as the bullets ripped through it. Jib was in awe. He felt like he was in an action movie. He had pissed him, he, but he had pissed himself. <laughs> Santa picked up the heels that were on the ground. The missus loved these. Oh, very okay? nice. Oh, uh, you okay, Jib? Asked Santa. I'm sorry about that. I can't explain it. I can't explain it all. But quickly, jump in the sleigh. We have to go. Chapter 4. 
Genesis. Genesis. Yeah, this is where it all it all comes down to, like the beginning. Oh, go wow. for it. Yeah, go for it. Jib sat in the back of the sleigh, fucking stinking of piss. <laughs> Santa had noticed very quickly and told him to reach into the sack in the back. He was uh, sure someone would have asked uh, <laughs> for blue jeans for Christmas. <laughs> uh, thankfully, they had Jib. Um, thankfully they had, and Jib was no longer soiled. So was that guy a demon? Asked Jib. Santa sighed and rubbed his temples. First off, I didn't think that was going to happen. Demons don't usually come out this way. For the uh, so for that, I'm sorry. Fixing himself, he kept the reindeers at a nice speed. Uh, they were just passing over New York. So Jib. Do you want the good news or the bad news? Let me just add that neither will be expected. And at the end of the day, <laughs> you have to swear to keep it to yourself. Jib nodded. He hadn't developed complex emotions just yet. So it's all he did. <laughs> I'll take the bad news first. Mom always said, uh, you take the bad news first, so that Listen, Jib, I couldn't give a flying fuck about what your mama <laughs> said. I'm changing mom to mama there, okay? I couldn't give a flying fuck about what your mama said, and I just want to get this off my chest. So let me start, snapped Santa. Holding back a sob, and for some reason, a small semi... Jib <laughs> 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 listened... The bad news is that Shalola Hola My Hola isn't what you think it is. There's a reason no one comes in or out. And there's a reason why you never see the king. Long ago, and I'm talking really long, my brother and myself were working in the coal mines of Cork. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. Uh, we used to take out... Uh, we used to uh, take out shifts together so we could help one another. They were dark times, dear, very dark times. To get some food at the end of the day was a luxury. Santa gazed off. We went deep into the mines, deeper than anyone else had ever did because we had read that in some mines, the deeper you go, you could find diamonds. Oh, all right, okay. did we go deep. We were hammering away when my brother hit a rock that exploded. It was an <laughs> odd-looking thing. I'm loving this, by the shaped, way. It was shaped into a horn that was deep red. From it emerged a dark, hooded figure. I screamed. My brother screamed. <laughs> but the figure stood there silent. <laughs> oh, my God. This is intense. Yeah, go for it. Like... <clears throat> oh, here we go. <clears throat> You have freed me, mere mortals, and freed the mighty Jejuke, prince of hell and ruler of healed demons. You may ask for two wishes. Me and my brother were so, were both shaken, but were desperate. Like I said, dibs, 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 these were dark times. I want to be rich, richer than anyone, anyone ever imagined, and to live forever, I asked my brother. The figure raised a hand. Done for you? He asked. He asked me. <laughs> I want to marry a beautiful woman and live forever. The figure raised his other hand and repeated. Done. 
Santa lowered his head. We were fools. <laughs> As we walked away, the figure spoke again. I am to assume that you mortals do not know of the heavenly and demonic accords. We turned around, and the figure lowered its hood to reveal its face. It took the form of Nicolas Cage. <laughs> but he wasn't born yet. Or maybe it was him, I don't know. Anyway, we looked at him and smiled. It states that if any mortal asked to forever cheat death, in this case, immortality, they must do so, but in the service of keeping the dark and light in balance. In other words, you work for me now. Oh. Oh. Big twist. We both looked at one another and ran. The demon cackled and appeared again in front of us. It grabbed me by the head and I could feel pain everywhere. You will be in service of the light since you are a purer heart. I service you to spread joy across the world. But only one day of the mortal year, when the world is at its darkest, you will fly across the world and shed hope. How you do so is up to you. He dropped me and I fell to my knees. He grabbed my brother and picked him up. You will be in the service uh, of the dark. Oh. You will rule a kingdom and kill a citizen on the same day your brother spreads joy. You will spread fear to every inch of the land, but you will not be feared yourself. You will be a pathetic king <laughs> who tries to please everyone, but in the end lacks everything a king needs. How you do this is also up to you. He dropped my brother to the ground and he disappeared. Oh. For years we denied his work and tried to live and tried to live happy with our rewards. Him, his kingdom, and me, my wife. My wife. But the demon, the healed demons found us. We battled them for centuries, <laughs> centuries ever moving yep. until we discovered they could not stand the cold. I started building a shelter in the North Pole and, uh, and came up with a workshop of toys to give the kids to make them happy. Slowly, the demons stopped attacking me and I knew I was doing my part of the deal. But my brother... He hadn't. <laughs> Santa stopped the sleigh in midair. He ran from the demons and demanded his citizens fight for him. They wouldn't until he gave in and killed one every year. It, it took a toll on him. He begged me to help him, and so I did. I took one uh, he was supposed to kill every year to work in my factory to hopefully keep the demons at bay, and it worked for him. Now I fight them off daily uh, for not keeping the balance between the light and the dark. And my brother lives in luxury, <laughs> but no longer. It will all end tomorrow. Finish Santa. I'm sure you have a ton of questions, asked Santa. Not really, no, said Jib. So your brother is my king? That's a question. <laughs> That's a question, Jib, you thick fuck. <laughs> so, <laughs> so you... <laughs> that way... Go on. That's a question, Jim, you think, folks. So you have got questions. Santa shook his head, but yes, he is. So what's the good news, wonder, Jim? The good news, Jim, is that you're not coming to work till you die. You're coming with me to train for battle. A revolution. The uprising of Shalola Hola Mahola. 
On that ends, I thought Jesus. On that's it there. You're such a a tease. A tease? What do you mean? Because I was really getting into that. It's. Do you like it? I love it, Paul. Good. What do you think? So, have you got any questions? Any critiques? Anything into the mindset of Jib or Santa? Um. Well. No, well, to be honest, I think I think it's uh, I think it's very interesting. It's a, it's a good um, it's a good plot twist there that uh, Santa is actually like the good guy, pure of heart. And yeah, he's just trying. He's actually helping his brother, like, but he's he's been doing all this, fighting demons, healed demons for centuries. Centuries, and like so it's still going. I I really wouldn't blame him if he wanted to kill his brother, who is also James Corden. So yeah, I wanted then, to. I really so wanted then, to stress that. I am imagining, I'm imagining that his brother, when the two of them, they were both obviously these two southern boys who, who worked yep. in a mine in Cork, but then his brother got transformed into the unfunny James Corden. No, no, um, no, no. He was always James Corden. Oh, he was always James Corden? He was always James Corden. He's just Neryl's Shalala Myhola. So I thought that the, uh, oh, okay. I, I, I was under the impression that, um, he kind of was made James Corden because he wanted to live forever and all that and be rich, but then he ended up um, having to be really unfunny. Yeah, but that's... I thought that was part of the curse, but it was just always just naturally But unfunny. it just means that James Corden, no, at one stage probably was funny, but now... Oh, okay. Yeah, exactly. Well, I'm also gonna... Uh, you know... For me, I'm gonna I'm gonna uh, read it as he was also southern, and now he's like. Oh yeah, of course, English. yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, he had to get the accent of where he's from, well, where he ruled, which is English. So. <laughs> yeah, of course. Yeah. So I don't know, and then these wing. I want to know more about these uh, wing winged demons. The wing demons. They work for that prince of hell who they made a deal with. I know, but I want to know more about them in general. Like, why do they wear heels? Because they're fierce. That's fair enough, actually. You know what I mean? And he can use his weapons. Oh, right. Yeah, exactly. Like spiky heels, like demonic heels. Yeah. Like but they can the, fly no. in the air and stick their heels like kind of out in front of them and like pierce through a man's chest. Yeah, but like in like really good high heels, like, you know, leather boots kind of thing. Yeah. Okay, so they're not actually like these like like uh, weaponized ones to just like oh they're just heels. heels yeah just heels oh okay I don't know if that would actually do as much damage though well it's my story and it does an awful lot of damage so they fly and they just sort of hitch it in the chest with their feet if someone fall. if someone came down with you at a really high speed with a high heel it'll go through your chest it will go through your no. chest it would well these ones do okay That's how it works. Fine. Yeah, right. So any other <laughs> any other kind of, uh, I don't know, question or anything um, about the lore? I'm trying to think. I'm trying to think. So, oh, by um, the way, you obviously get as well that Mrs. Claus is part of the wish for Santa. So, yes, I got that. Okay. And, and she too uh, seems like she might be fierce. She is also fierce. And then there's also the plot twist that Santa isn't like... The reason why Santa has been around for centuries is because he wants to live forever. And 
that he's only making children uh, toys for children so that he can appease the demons of his own selfish reasons. Oh. Yeah. Okay. But that's funny, though. So and that's why he what? lives in the North Pole, to keep away from demons. Yeah. But he was... um. He does that. He's keeping up his end of the deal and stuff. Yeah, well, and there's also but even exciting... though he wanted oh, immortality, he was he was still a good guy. Like he was still yeah, pure of heart. exactly. And then he is he's bringing Jib now back to um, say for me to North Pole, but he's going to bring him back to all the people who've been taken away every year, who are obviously now fierce warriors who have been training up for this revolution that Santa's taken them away for. Okay, right. So when Santa, and obviously when Santa, like in front of everyone, was like, "Oh, we'll let him come home for the five side," he's using that as an excuse. Yeah, Santa knew full well. Santa knew full well that he has to come back. So people, it's not going to be seen as a surprise attack. It will seem as if, oh no, he has to come back. But Jib is going to go over now, and it's not just him training for battle. There's been people who he's been taking for years, who he's been bringing, telling this story to, and then being like, "We need to train up. We're going to take down the king." Wow, imagine that. Imagine living there for in the North Pole for centuries, building Ikea furniture. Exactly, Ikea furniture, and then, like, getting ripped and uh, on protein shakes and knowing that you're going to come back to kill James Corden. I mean, that's a fun time all around. So... You know what I mean? What I'm wondering, though, is... Um, these other people... I thought you, I thought you went to the North Pole... Um, and work till you die. So these people who've been there for centuries, like how have they lived so long? Oh, sorry. Well, not the people, sorry, who have been there for centuries. I mean, like uh, people who are still there now, like the people who came with him just had a nice life and like, you know, worked and he was like, listen, we'll keep you here and like it'll appease. Oh, we'll just, we'll just keep you here. Like you're not actually going to die. You can just build furniture when you can or build toys. It's going to be all good. But the people who he's been taking for the past, just say 10 years, they're all, so maybe 10 of them, they're going to be the ones to come into battle. Because it's only been every year or so. Right. Okay. So I'm imagining, right? Imagining like he's, he flies down and you just see this big Ikea warehouse yeah. with like with like a village that's been built next to it. That exactly. people have lived in for centuries. Yep. Um, and they... Uh, they they just sort of do and, and like do a shift in IKEA, go home, live a live a somewhat normal life in the North Pole in this little village because he's not like actually a slave worker. He just he just has they have to just keep up the deal. So he's letting exactly. them just sort of live there. All right, that's not not as bad, I suppose. Yeah, see, but he has to keep up the front because part of the guy's deal is remember he has to instill fear in the country. So he's like, yeah, I'm going to take you to like, go away to kill. I want to kill you and bring you away and stuff like that. Okay, right. So he has to just, right. But once they get there, he's able to be like, ah, look, I was only messing. I was only messing. Yeah, I was only messing. You actually just get to make IKEA furniture. It's going to be all good. You actually just get to make IKEA. Well, yeah, I know what you mean. You you don't die, but imagine me. Yeah. You'd still be like, oh my God, fuck my life. Yeah. So I don't know. I haven't obviously thought of what the North Pole is going to look like. But I'm thinking it's just going to be full of people like, you know, who are like, I don't know, um, like really hard, like warriors or stuff like that. And Jib is just this thick guy who has to put on armor like they're all just a level 80 and he's just going to be like a level one. And they have to kind of run out to battle and stuff like that. OK, right. So it's it's like 
World of Warcraft now all of a sudden. A little bit. Well, no, they're going to arrive here in the North Pole and like they're all, well, they've been all gearing up for battle and like they're going to come in and Jib's going to see everything new like that and he, then Santa's going to basically be telling him, right, you're going to train for battle as well because the uprising's tomorrow and then he's going to realize... You have reali- a day of training. Yeah, too. you have a day of training and then Jib is going to be like, right, fuck, I have to do this and then they're all like, will he make a friend? Will he not make any friends? Who knows? I don't even know and I write the bloody story. So well, there you go. Yeah, he's a bit thick, so... He's a bit thick, but I was thinking, what if he like... Because he's so thick, everyone just expects that he'd be bad. And in turn, he can get closer to the king. Right, I get what you mean, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Because if they're like, oh, well, who's that? No in the one castle? would ever suspect Jib. Jib. No one would ever suspect Jib. It's well, a perfect plan. And Although he could, he could possibly get... fuck it all up. He could. And he, remember, he can get close possibly to the king because his mother is the minister for finance. Oh, yes. So he can probably get close through that. And we still don't know about Jib's parentage. We still don't know who his dad is. Hmm. So there could I be. I really a... hope his dad isn't James Corden. I really hope it's not James Corden either. <laughs> You're writing it. And I'm writing it here. Listen, God, like I'm just letting these characters do what they want. You know, I just once the I write once what I you uh, dab your quill into your inkwell and it touches your scroll, it's it's, it's up not to... me. It's, it's up, up to, to the gods. I would then, say that it's it? up to the gods. It's up to fate, you know. It's up to these characters. They, they, they guide my pen. You know what I mean. I've actually seen you write, and um, you don't actually initially write things on the laptop. I've, uh, you actually, um, you do write everything with like, uh, with a scroll, like you know, like it's a, pe- it's a and an ink yeah, well. it's a pink a peacock um, feather. Uh, the ink is a specialized ink that I got when I was traveling around Asia. And just yeah, the parchment is one that I get from a bookshop in England. And what I do is I sit there, I wait till I can feel a sense of like guidance. Then my eyes roll back, it goes white. I chant that's Latin backwards. I, I was literally and then, about to say that. I was literally about to and say. Then it just I've goes. heard that's what happens because now I think that is confirmation. Yeah, that that is actually true. That is yeah, it completely. Because that's exactly what I was going to say. I was going to say you, you you dab it in your brand. The second it touches the page, your eyes roll back into your head, completely. and you just start writing. That's it. So they just go right back, and I just go ahead. And then the thing is, it's good though because I could wake up an hour a day, a week later. And to me, it seems like it's only been a second and then I get to read what I write. Mostly, and you still only have two two short chapters yeah. after a week. And yeah, and this is after a month. You see, I've been, like I said, I went to this key lodge, I blanked out, then I'm out of it now. But I, for me, you know, it's exciting. I can look, but this is the first time that when I usually go off and my hands get guided, this is the first time it's actually been words because mostly it's just pictures and pentagrams and my name over again with the word beside a killer. But now it's actually forming stories. So it's good, you know? That's nice. It's obviously it the is. demons are getting a bit more creative. They're in getting their, a in their bit messages. more creative, you know? That's what it's about. It's about creativity. And if the demons of the underworld can't uh, produce creativity, I mean, who can? You know what I mean? You know what? Like, I don't think I can argue with that. Like, if they've, you know, demons who have lived for a millennia. I was going to say, yeah, have you seen the Bible? Like, that's so creative, the Bible is. And I'm telling you now, like, the demons had some part in it. Because they would have, someone would have had to ask them for rights to write, can they write the book? Because they're in it as well. Demons wrote the Bible. Well, I mean. It makes sense. It makes sense. Because someone 
like really holy and like uh, godly like that. I, ca- I can't imagine them being like, oh, if you if you look at a woman who isn't your wife, you better rip your eye out or you it's a bit graphic. It's yeah, it's a bit graphic. It is exactly like you read the Bible and it says stuff like you know about this guy who was really devoted to God and then God was like, right, I want you to kill your son. And then when he went up then to kill his son, just before he did, God was like, lol, I'm only joking, you don't have to. That's, well, look, that doesn't sound like even, a God. We've actually, uh, you know, speaking of Bible stories, we've two episodes of Making Sense of that are about Bible stories. There you that go. Adam guested on and, and, and read these uh, tales to me. And, and sure, one of them, I, I which I always remember, is that a... Um, you know, there's a story about a, a bald guy who's literally like on his way from one town to another and on his way out of the town, all the kids are there and they're all like, ha ha ha, baldy. And so he uses his like holy powers um, to, to ask God to summon a bear and kill all the kids. No, no, seriously. Paul, if you haven't listened to those episodes, have a listen. The stories in them are ridiculous. I, I don't even... I remember another Man. one, but I kind of don't want to tell you because it's actually really, like, a really good story. Man, but, so you're... This is the thing. People use that book, and I'm not trying to offend people who, like, I don't know, are into the Bible or whatever like that, but people do, like, Bible study classes. So you yeah. study the Bible and you take from the story. So I'm guessing from that story, people take something i don't know that like when you have people who are bullying you go go to god for strength and he will give you the strength to leave those people behind and to go on feeling better like they take different things okay, from it, you know I mean? that would be that would be like someone who is trying to find a positive from a horrible that's, negative right but that's that's but, what i'm saying is that's the whole study is that's what they're trying yes. to do well here's here's what me and adam found from reading from reading from those kind of like two episodes of of bible stories that we read what we kind of came to the conclusion of on those uh, episodes was that the men who were writing these stories at the time, Tom were, Dick and Harry, were literally writing these stories to like obviously just push their own agenda, and it's so obvious. Oh, completely. Like, this was obviously written by someone who was bald and was sick of being like slagged because he was bald. So he writes this story about a bald guy who, like the kids. Uh, slag him off for being bald sorry and he's can we get uh, just a, yeah just a moment there um so i'm just getting that this is like a middle-aged man and a few kids <laughs> yeah. slagged him and he's like i'm gonna write a story where they get ripped apart by bears like that's, and that'll stop them that'll that'll stop these that'll show them kids like, and in turn there's gonna be a religion named after this story and it's just gonna take off please paul go back and listen there's one i you'll, will you'll know exactly how far like this goes like these middle-aged men writing this um how ridiculous they were because there's a story about like they throughout all of these stories we kept noticing i can't remember the name but there was like a specific kind of like uh sort of culture or race of people who are constantly brought up um it's it's like some old one, whatever. Um, Does it begin with an N? Is it Nephilim? That? Uh, no, is 
No, okay. no. Isn't that isn't that from fucking Diablo? No, Nephilim was an actual race that's mentioned in I think it's in the Jewish Bible and it's meant to be half angels. But they the reason why they exist, like it's not someone just didn't make it up, they're actually in the Bible. Oh, that's funny because that's the that's the whole thing in Diablo. Yeah, anyway, no, that's that's the books um, that I read. Like it's, it's, they're in so the the thing is, um, there's this group of people, and throughout all of these Bible stories we're reading, this like group of people kept coming up, right? Okay. And they were constantly being just pouring called, myself another glass. Go for it, yeah. That's okay. They were constantly being referred to as basically like the scum of the earth, right? Okay. And one of the stories we read, um, one of the stories we read on uh, on the podcast was like, basically uh, ended up being the origin story of how oh, those people, those people. Came oh, okay, okay. Paul, please, I don't want to tell you. I want you to go and listen to an episode of your okay. own podcast. I'm guessing it's a biased um, origin story, is it? You. Oh my god! Like it, it's it is so ridiculous and so like absurd. Um, that it has to be true and grotesque. You know what I mean? It's, that it has to be true. Maybe, yeah, yeah, maybe. But you, you well, just have to listen to I'll it. Have, I'll have a listen. But what I mean is, these bible, these bibles, these bibles nowadays. No, the Bible has stories like that in it, and people take what they want from it they always say when it comes to the bible the stories like you have to there are lessons in it but basically i agree with you they just try to push their own agenda but people are trying to study it now and i try and take what they can from it however one. however sorry however then people will read a sentence and they'll just take it word for word for what it is so they'll hear a story about a fella wanted to get a bear with kids uh, and kill them all because they call them bald. But then they'll read a sentence saying something like, I don't know. Oh, there you go. My existence. They'll be like that. You can't lie with another man. And immediately they read from that. Well, all gays have to be killed. And you're like, where? Like, how does that happen? I don't know. I find it strange. That's, that's it. And it's like, exactly. Like, like if you if you listen to that, and, and everyone, I want everyone who's listening to this to, to go back and listen to those episodes, you know? And I'm telling you, like, I would like, okay, you know what, actually, this is what I would like. I would like, if anyone wants to tweet us or messages on Facebook or whatever, email us, whatever you want to do. I w- or, and you, Paul, and Claudia, okay. I, I okay. would like for next time for someone to try a- and find a meaning to try and like twist that story, the, the one I'm talking about, and you'll know what one it is when you hear it. Okay. I would like someone to come back to me and and take a positive from Give that. Give you the like, Bible study version of it. Yeah, okay. like take this okay. really, okay. really, okay. really Old Testament, like basically like just, you know, xenophobic, maybe racist story and like somehow be like... Find the good. Oh, well, this is what I think they meant by this story. I know. It's... They will, hopefully. Hopefully, anyway. But uh, I, I think that the Bible's just mad. Like, it's just, it's crazy. I don't know. I think it's it's so mad. The stories that are in that, people take them word for word. Like, I used to be fascinated with, like, the, like, the stories where it's, like, the angels and the demons fighting when I was a kid. But And, like, my granddad used to tell me all those stories and he used to think, like, wow, Paul, he's really into religion. This is great. But I was a kid. 
I used to watch like Power Rangers and stuff like that, so I just wanted to see them fight. Yeah, exactly. Like, do you know what like, I mean? Obviously, that bit. Obviously, that bit's like. It's fantasy, like, come on, it's, you know, you're talking about angels and demons. It's, like, serious, like, fantasy, do you know what I mean? Um, I love it. When it it comes down to just, like, you know, Jesus turning some bread and fish into more bread and fish. That's just hard truth, so you know. Yeah, exactly, it's too, that bit is just, exactly, it's hard truth. That bit is just too everyday, like that. Well, it's something that everyone can relate to. Like you know what I mean? We've all been at a party. We've all yeah. Day. We've all been at a party and we're like, oh for fuck's sake, like there's no more bread or fish. And then someone's like, I hear, listen, I can do it. And they're like, Oh, can you? And they're like, Yeah. And then they put the fish and the bread into a basket and then you just start handing it out. And before you know it, everyone has a bit of bread and fish. You know what I mean? We've all been there. It's something we can we all relate all to. So been there. Like there's a there's a reason why there's no bakeries or fish shops. In left. Ireland. In Ireland at all, like, no. what, why would you want them? There's you still just, that one basket home, going around. At home, you can just go to, like, uh, a news agent and buy one single fish. Here's the thing, here's the thing, loaf. here's the thing that I don't get. Some people are, like, against, uh, okay, it's very obvious what, what group religion are against, like, alcohol, right? And they follow Jesus like his teachings and they're like against all holidays I want to taint our bodies he literally but makes like he made it he yeah. turned water into wine so I always I always wonder that like what the hell oh man there is a huge conspiracy theory that Jesus actually knew oh no Jesus made Jesus betray him actually pulled him uh, to the side and was oh like oh yeah but that's um that's I don't even like well if we're gonna if we're gonna say oh okay no, no I think we real, should yeah yeah, okay. I think we should no, just no, I'm say, off no, this. No, I'm saying this is interesting, but I'm saying like if we're gonna say all this is real, um, that was like I remember years ago. That was like the cover of National Geographic. Uh, they discovered the, the Judas uh, Testament, the, the Gospel of Judas, the yeah. Gospel of Judas, not the Judas Testament. Yeah, I thought that was like if anything, that makes more sense. You know what I mean? That Jesus yeah. was like, okay, my whole teaching, which is you have to treat others as you'd like to be treated. It's bigger than me as a person, so I'm going to die in order for this to kind of really be shown to be big. It's bigger than me. And then he pulled your man aside, who he's like best friends with, and was like, listen, man, bit of a plot twist. I'm not the son of God, right? I know, calm down, whatever. But I need you to tell the Romans, tell the guards that, you know, I'm going to be doing this and where I am. And he was like, yeah, I'll do it for you. And then he killed himself, though. You know, isn't it weird that the actually like, you know, <laughs> isn't that weird? <laughs> isn't it weird that that, that you, was uh, crazy? Isn't it? Isn't it though? Isn't it so weird that like you think okay, so you think of like uh, a cross and you think of Jesus and you think like oh that was just that weird way they killed Jesus, but isn't it weird that that was just like that was actually a thing? Like they just they used to yeah. Like, what what about every other person that was put up on a cross? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like he was not the first, and I don't like think he, you see a crucifix. You see, you see a crucifix, and you think of Jesus, and then you see a pentagram, and you meet you think of me. You know, symbols are for people. That's what happens, and I think I think it is a bit worrying that people put up in their living rooms a man crucified, and then are like, "Oh my God, it's so pretty! I'd like to pray to that." And you're like, "Oh, all right." That's a way. That's a really horrible, barbaric way that to die. Used. 
because like and I know this is really graphic or whatever but like you wouldn't put up a thing of like a man being hanged in your in no. your uh, living room would you exactly You'd be like exactly. That's, that's like grotesque why would you put that there that's exactly that's horrific that's actually horrific. So why is but it? But a guy half naked with thorns wrapped around his head. Put him up to a cross with thorns yeah. on his head. You're like, oh, put it yes, up, our Lord. And people get that as like a gift for someone's house. They're like, oh, now I got you this out to protect you. And everyone's like, oh my God, you're so nice. His and it's like feet, a body. His feet are, are nailed. crossed, and then a nail put between two of them. That is, that's horrific. Anyway, kids, I hope you enjoyed this episode. We've destroyed your religion and hope and faith. And yeah. But you can now find hope and faith in hopefully the, the next episode, chapter. the next chapter of this story. And you can Will go back Jesus and come into it? Stories and have a great laugh. Oh my God, did you say Jesus is going to come into this? I have a feeling he is. I have a feeling. <laughs> just now after this, mm. you're like, he's probably going to pop up. Yeah, I think well, he's just going to pop up. If the demons wrote the Bible... And they're writing this as well. You know what I mean? Mm. Well, yeah. Yeah. Mm. Grand. Okay. Well, then, I think uh, we'll leave it there. Okay. Well, God bless. God, God bless you. We'll God end bless it with you. That. God bless. God bless. God bless. All right. See you guys. Well, we'll have the next chapters, yeah, when I get to writing, but it won't be as long. But um, okay. God bless everyone. God bless. God bless. Bye. See you.